Sessionable. Welcome to Sessionable. Um, we are here for the second year in a row at uh, in Beechworth for the High Country Hops Festival. Yeah. Hopefully this one won't be as long as the last year's Yeah, the one. last one was a little bit of a... <laughs> that was much later in the, yeah. Yeah, in the day. We're being a bit more tactical with this one, I think. We're, we're trying <laughs> to get this one at a, at a, at a reasonable time of... Uh, uh, time of the day. Um, we're joined, as we were last year, by Ben Krauss from Bridge Road. Thanks for joining us, Ben. Thanks for having me again. Thanks um, for having us, mate. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're also joined by MC from Crafty Pint. Yeah, hi, New nice South to Ailes. be here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> New South Wales, yeah. New South Wales, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so we're, um, we're just going to, like, we've all been enjoying the festival today. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We thought we'd sit down, not for too long, have a bit of a chat about it and, um, uh, and uh, sort of uh, see how it's going for everybody. We've been really enjoying it. The, um, the beers have been fantastic. Um, thought we'd talk a bit about the, the, the hop crop this year um, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So for you guys, how, how has uh, the, the festival been, um, I guess, for you, Ben, you know, putting it together and, and MC, uh, I think it's your first time here, right? Yes, it is my very yeah. first time. Actually, my first time at any uh, Fresh Hop Harvest Beer Festival altogether. <laughs> so. Oh, fantastic. Um, That's well, actually a thing now too. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh hop, yeah, yeah, Fresh Hop Festivals, yeah. <laughs> Well, saying to a, a mate of mine, there, there wouldn't be many festivals in the world you could go to where you get like eight different fresh hop galaxy beers, right? Like that'd be. Oh, there'd only be one place. Yeah, in, the world. yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> in the galaxy, even. Yeah, pretty oh, much. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so Ben, how's how's your day going? Yeah, really good. I mean, it's uh, anyone that. Uh, knows Beechworth knows that uh, it can be cold and it can be hot and today's a cold day but the rain stayed away so yeah. um, we can't plan for the weather yes uh, last year was like a apocalyptic washout in the end and this year's cold again which is a shame because some people only get here once a year and during the week it was 24 and next week it's going to be 27 and 29 so it's just today it's not it's representational degrees, of yeah. autumn like autumn is normally yeah. Yeah. you know can rain but uh, yeah it just happened to be on the weekend. I don't know if it, if it I would feel like I'm in Beechworth if it wasn't nice and cold yeah. though yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I feel like I'm in a different kind of place altogether because yeah. it's so cold it's like it, being overseas exactly right yeah it's only the second time this year I've had to wear pants maybe <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the first time I've worn pants this year <laughs> Um, so this year there's there's ten breweries all up, right? Yeah, that, that's right. Ten ten breweries all up. Um, focusing firstly on the High Country Brewery Trail yep. breweries, just partly because um, we've been part of that trail for a long time. We, we were there from the start. Um, it's also a good way to curate the event. We yeah. know what those breweries are about, um, and. There's, there's specific uh, criteria to being part of that brewery in, in yeah. that you have to make your own beer, um, have a visitor centre and experience, um, and then there's just some unquantifiables that are controlled by the group. Um, so that's an easy way for us to sort of choose, and we don't want to have people missing out. So we don't want to have a festival with too many breweries and not enough punters, so no one feels any value out of it. Yeah. So we want to make sure we curate that well because being a brewery, we've been to too many events that are over-catered for and you just feel like you're wasting your time being there. So um, we want it to be a positive experience for all those people yeah. who, who bother to come and set up in our car park. Um, and then this year we had two of the High Country Brewery Trail breweries pull out, so we replaced them with local breweries Um Malt Shovel from down in Wangaratta, who yep. was soon to come on board on the trail, oh, cool. and Bilson's, who are a new Beechworth brewery. Yeah. Um, you know, logical local inclusion. 
Yeah, well, they're, they're um, just around the corner from you, right? Like, yeah, li- yeah, like literally. So, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we were there this morning before coming yeah. here. So um, pretty much everyone uh, has a fresh hop beer on. It seems like Galaxy's the the hop of choice this year. Um, Has that just been about what's what they had available to? Yeah, it's definitely a, definitely a timing thing. The use yeah. of Galaxy. So to have a beer ready by the end of March, HPA's priority is um, Galaxy. That's their their it's their cream crop, cream right? crop, yeah. cash cow. It's you know it's it's their best hop and most widely known. The most they have planted. Yep. It's a lot of their harvest percentage. Um, so obviously that's the one that's available the earliest. I don't think we've seen a fresh hop beer using a Ellerslie hop hop at this festival, but that kind of could be something we could look to encourage people to do next year. The Ellerslie hop um, have Melba and um, uh, there's another one starting with A. It might be Astra. Astra is yep. the other one, yeah. So no one is using a hop from them. So that could have been an option, yeah. I think. Yeah, but yeah, I think cool. everyone's using what? Yeah, Ros Trevor Galaxy, right? Yeah, it tends yeah. to be. Yeah. I mean, we have some experimental varieties in yeah. our beers as well, but we use some Galaxy yeah. also yeah. to get things over the line. Cool. And um, the Bridge Road Harvest and Dark Harvest this year, is it the same experimental hop that you've been using the last couple of years? Or um, No, they're always changed. And, always and, change? and the Harvest has some Galaxy in it this year. With uh, cool. Production volumes going up and also finding a window to get the hops we need for yeah, this yeah, festival yeah. is is difficult um so you know originally we would have used 50 kilos of experimental hop which yeah. gives us access to a lot of varieties from their research garden um our harvest this year i think we used three or four hundred kilos in Jeez. all the volume we made um yeah. they don't have that much of yeah. one variety. <laughs> um so that that makes it harder to do what we'd like to do in that sense um but we have been in the dark harvest, we've been using 016 for years since yeah. we first made it. I think we had one year where we steered away from it and then just went back to that hop because yeah. we really like it and we like the way it works in a dark beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's hard to get a dark beer to taste uh, to have aromatics and flavours that work well with the the malt, malt and don't yeah. get just overrun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and 016 seems to be the hop. It's tasting great. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've already had two glasses of it. Yeah. <laughs> And also something a bit different this year, you've got some non-high country breweries. Yeah, so so this year a real change up in, um, there's sort of twofold to that, but a change up in terms of what the event offers. Um, We have a new guy on board who's looking after events and he really wanted to push the envelope in what else can we do. Um, He's a musician uh, originally, so you'll see the music lineup is is really good fun. Yeah. Um, Much bigger option, uh, much bigger lineup compared to what we normally have. He really wanted to curate the food offering as well to make sure we had really strong food offering and the way the place is laid out and the look and the feel. That's sort of what he's yeah. into. And, um, and then also thinking about how we could include something outside of region that, that's interesting as well. This is on the back of... Um, we decided to kick off. We, had, we have glamping as part of the mm-hmm. High Country Hops yeah, this year that. in town. Yeah. Um, and to build a bit of a, a collaboration thing ahead of um, High Country Hops, we have Beer Glamp, or it's sort of based on Sierra Nevada's Beer Camp, um, <laughs> but they probably own the IP to that, so we couldn't call it Beer Camp. <laughs> um, so Beer Glamp, and, and bringing in some other brewers who we really appreciate and are into and, and sort of look up to, I guess, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and getting them to come and stay with us and, and make some beer, and then having them at the festival on the mm. back of it. Is sort of the 
the yeah, idea no. behind so, it. Um, so this year it's Hop Nation and Wildflower are the, the, the two, right? The, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. And, and we also had, as part of that process, um, no one can see this, but there's some wines here from uh, Patrick Sullivan, who's yeah. a, a okay. winemaker from down Gippsland Way. He was here for a couple of days with us and in the background of that beer lamp, um, giving his input. He's a, he's a winemaker. He doesn't, I don't think he's identified as a natural winemaker, but people would identify him yeah. as you know, being in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and we invited him on board to give his perspective into that brewing side of things that we did during, during the two days before um, this festival. Awesome. Yeah, cool. So uh, Crafty Pint ran a Will, Will, who's also here with me, uh, yep. wrote the article about that. So if anyone's interested in the beers that are being made, which I believe uh, day one was a New England IPA with a couple of uh, hop varieties in it. There was some, some research varieties from New Zealand that the, oh, the oh, Hop cool. Nation guys brought yeah, yeah. over. Yeah. Really interesting varieties combined with uh, some Australian hop varieties too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, day two was a lager kind of showcasing the provenance of the region and Something that had some Voyager schooner malt in it, I think. Yeah, and, and some organic spout, spelt as well. That's right. Yeah, yep. nice. Awesome. So yeah, we'll, some really contrasting takes in what yeah. we did in that yeah. process, which was the whole idea is let's get everyone else's ideas and, and talk about and, what, what yeah. we want to do. And we didn't come up with anything revolutionary, but, but really had some good discussion around I think, what is it can we do and how can we do it. I think um, having that whole experience where like it's – the breweries involved have a, an awesome experience here as well. They're not here just flinging beers. It seems to be like everyone has a bit of fun and camaraderie around that as well. It seems to be really, really exciting and really cool. And well, so, yeah, yeah. They're all glamping out in the cold, so I think yeah, that yeah, might bring yeah. them together in more ways. We did uh, when we when we physically ran into, and mentally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when we got into town, we ran into Topher and his uh, and his family, and um, they were like, "Oh, where are you staying?" We're like, "Oh, we're at the motor in." Like, cool. We're, we're coming to stay with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good fun. Um, oh, I'd love to glamp. Those yurts look great. I yeah, mean, they, yeah. they got a whole. They're behind the police station, so I think yeah. they're, you know. Yeah, we walk past them today. Not that beach, yeah. but I think is you know dangerous. Yeah. Good, good place to be glamping. Got them. Well, they look huge. Those things. I would like to give them a go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe next game, year, even yeah. in the cold. Yeah. <laughs> And um, one question though, we should ask is when when are we going to be able to try those beers? The yeah, that's, a, that's a great IBA? question. Well, one thing we made clear when we were in the weeks leading up to making the beer is let's not let's not worry too much about the commercial reality of those beers even though there will be a commercial reality because we wanted the discussion not to be governed about what's marketable what's going to sell what do people want to buy what's on trend it's it's really and it was really refreshing to have the input from patrick and um his way of looking at things is really quite different he's really successful and i think quite strategic in how he doesn't market himself mm-hmm. um it's, mm. it's even more strategic than marketing yourself and really but but his idea of you know sense of a time and a place and and people and and trying to build a beer around that and i think there was a sort of a between the group there was an agreement on that side but there's a real conflict with the guys thinking oh but you know how's that who's going to want to drink a lager that's just mild and restrained and Me? what's the point? I can tell you somebody yeah. runs a pub, plenty of people do. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, but, it, but to appreciate the nuance of that yeah. and focus yeah. down on, on what that is. Not the saleability about why, a, yeah. a, you know, mainstream lager. Um, so it's really refreshing to have that conversation and, and we'll have that contrast. We'll have a beer that will, you know, a Nipah that's going to knock your socks off. It's, it's mm. crazy. And then a, a really restrained, you know, drawn back, 
um, simpler beer that's still going to be very interesting. I think there's still some nuances in, and they'll be different, yeah. but they'll take more more of your brain power than a, a you know knock your yeah. old factory system around <laughs> Nipah, <laughs> um, which I think thinks really good fun. So the the commercial reality will be we'll release the beers somehow. We haven't worked out how that'll be distributed amongst people, and I don't think anyone really cares as long as people get to drink the beer. Yeah, no one's yeah. no one's looking to make money out of it. Hopefully, we'll sell the beer, and that'll yeah. be good. Um, but the plan from my sense is how that would be presented to someone would be a four pack. I'm really into people getting um, a range of beers in mm-hmm. a four pack so they're not available for sale individually. Um, definitely the lager will be bottle conditioned. Hopefully the NEPA will be bottle conditioned, but that's not, uh, it's kind of my call, but I've got to win over everyone else. We're <laughs> saying let's do a bottle conditioned NEPA. And the idea behind that is that people buy a four pack. They enjoy one of each straight up and they come back to the other two at whatever point in time they yeah. think yeah, they'd like to do that. Yeah. Um, and bottle condition NEPA I don't think is something people would consider. It's all about, you know, fresh hours yeah. and getting that done. But that's how I'd like to see it done. And the same, if it goes on tap, then both beers go on tap at the same time beside each other yeah. and you yeah. contrast the two and, and, and understand the difference between them. So... Um, probably yeah. a month to six weeks is my guess is right. when they'll be out. Yeah, cool. We'll start bugging you in six weeks then. Yeah, six <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Not earlier than six weeks. Yeah. So. I really like, um, and I think something that Bridge Road's always done really well is that those four packs and buying beers as a set. And how do you, I think, um, I think the wine, there was like the yeast series, which you did. And yeah, the, we have another one due out soon yeah. of that. And it's um, always really cool to see that and mm. having beers side by side and in context together always works really well. Yeah. yeah. I remember you, you did the, the, the single hop series years ago, right? Like you, the, the, the four. Yeah, the four was, single yeah, hop series. Was, um, yeah, we've done a few different series. So single hop series, we've done a Brett series. We did yeah, some, yeah, some yeah. reds with all different strains of yeah. Brett. Um, try to think what else we've done in series. But yeah, there, there are quite a number. Mm-hmm. And we do the, the wild beer series every year. So we have... Saison de Wild will be due out maybe in a couple of weeks. The beers are bottle conditioning at the moment. So cool. yeah, cool. that'll be a four-pack of our original Saison and then four Saisons fermented with uh, – sorry, three Saisons fermented with different wine, wild wine yeast cultures from three different wineries. Okay. So sort of exploring – the fresh Saison will be totally different because yeah. fresh. The other stuff's been barrel-aged for a year. But looking at how that exact same recipe can be influenced by a different fermentation from different yep. yeast and microflora in a different barrel and not sort of blending or anything, just like, there it is, that's what it tastes like. Yeah, awesome. um, enjoy the, yeah. the experience, share them around. and, and Do some blending at home. Yeah, and, yeah. and even today there's four single hop IPA, uh, I wouldn't call them IPAs, single hop pale ales uh, on tap. They're very restrained compared to the rest of the beers in the in the festival yep. today. But the idea is to look at those objectively and try work out what you see as a difference. The beers are exactly the same, but the hop variety is different. Yeah. And you're getting feedback from punters with that as well, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and the, the hope is we will generate our own ideas around it, but it's really interesting to look at what the general public see. And there's always a common thread. There'll be, there'll be results all over the place, but there'll be a common thread among preference is always really clear yep. and it's not always what you think yeah um and then there'll be some common comments made about the the more distinct tops will be really 
really have common points of difference. Yeah. So I haven't had a chance to try them, but MC, you've you've tried at least one of them, right? Yeah. So I've got number one. Uh, don't ask me what the number hop is because I wouldn't <laughs> be able to tell you. Uh, so O three three is the last three numbers on number one. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's kind of fun because I mean, most time you go and get a beer and the beer's already kind of the name's been decided and it gives you a bit of a hint as to what the beer might be. I mean, Galaxy Smash I had uh, yes. just yeah. earlier. Yeah. Pretty obvious what that is. Yeah. This is just a number one, Bridge Road number one. I mean, you have no idea what it's going to taste like, so it's pretty fun. It's kind of like a lucky dip. You pick one mm. of four of your fresh yeah. hot beers, your experimental variety. You don't know what you're going to get. And, it's yeah, it's, it's a bit of fun, actually, and I'm quite enjoying mine. And um, what, what are you getting from this one? Well, as I said to Tom, I think it tastes a bit like green tea, and I'm actually really really liking it. A bit woody, a bit florally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very nice. Yeah, I, I had a little taste of yours um, before we started recording, and then it was uh, it was lovely. It was really nice. I think that's where I'm going to go when we uh, when we, yeah. we get out of here. Yeah. Got to try them all. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll be, yeah. we're in a room a little bit separate from the rest of the brewery, and this is when I taste those beers. I'll be tasting them in here yeah. without any music and yeah, like, yeah. it's yep. a notepad. I don't think, I don't think I'll, I'll get much out of it today. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And MC, have you found your first? Hop Harvest Festival. I think it's been great. Yeah, it's yeah. been fantastic. As we said, I'm glad the weather's nice and cool. I feel like I'm in a different place altogether. But <laughs> no, it's been a fantastic experience. I love I love the whole sense of community that's here. I love that all the food has been saying is yeah. local. I love that yeah. they've got all the uh, breweries from around the area and even wineries, a winery and a distillery as mm. well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic experience. I felt bad for the um, ice cream company today, though. Yeah, the, well, the good yeah. thing is that they're good friends of ours and they couldn't man the stalls so they just dropped the gear and, and we're looking after it so <laughs> don't feel too bad no. so. <laughs> I would have felt bad if they'd if given they'd up their out, day yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. it's, uh, it's uh, as I, you I don't need a freezer to keep the ice cream cold no, today no not today <laughs> <laughs> I really love you know like I think being in the beer industry we all get to go to a heap of beer festivals and it's like a festival where what not 80% of all the beers here I've never had before hmm. or hardly ever had before. So it's really exciting to... I feel like a, those, a person at their first beer festival, I'm actually going having a chat to people and asking what I should have because I have no, I have no idea about most of the beers here. It's, it's, like, it's like really when you, fun. It's yeah. like your first ever festival yeah, over yeah. again. We're all like jaded because we've been to too many beer festivals <laughs> and this is like... When, you go to a beer festival, you're like, yeah, no, no, I've, I've had your pale out. What else do you yeah, have? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, and, and, and this is like... We were both here last year as well, so it's, it's really cool that coming back a second year in a row um, for us, uh, still... Everything is new. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I've had Harvest and Dark Harvest and, and a lot of the Bridge Road range before, um, but there's still stuff in the Bridge Road range I haven't had before. Like, I was here, we were here last night having some beers, and um, there was stuff I hadn't had before that I was... Porter or Nitro? Know. Yeah, Nitro, yeah. Porter. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Um, the Today's bre- the day for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, um, the Hefeweizen and the bread beer, I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't had that before. That, I loved that. That was, that was yeah. beautiful. Um, and, uh, and, and again, going to all the stalls and, and breweries that I've, you know, that I have had beers from, but I haven't had, you know, the beers that they have here from. And, and you don't, because a lot of them you don't see in Sydney. So that's, uh, mm. which we, it's, it's, it's always, it's always worth coming down for. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely took the long way around. I, I flew from Sydney to Melbourne and then drove from Melbourne. So <laughs> that was a long route to get here. But I mean, it's definitely worth the trip. Something we don't have in New South Wales is the fresh harvest. But yeah. something that I really love is, uh, yeah, you, usually you'd go to a beer festival and you'd look for the most interesting beer. Here, I think I've just been drinking pale ales all day. But the thing well, is, but every pale ale yeah, yeah. They're all interesting. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I just, I'd be happy to keep drinking pale 
parallels yeah. for the rest of the day because yeah. they're all different. It's like I think you know anyone who listens to this podcast knows that we talk about like people like Topher and Wildfire a lot, and like a beer festival where I actually haven't had a wildflower beer because there's too many other things I want to try. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good fun. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, sorry, Topher, I haven't had any wildfire yeah. yet either. <laughs> I can walk up the road and get that. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Well, I, I, I'm actually drinking wildflower because it's not so readily available. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, that's it, right? That's, that's the whole, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, um, it's been a, it's, it's been, it's been a lot of fun so far. Um, uh, the, the, it seems like this year the festival's grown quite, quite a bit, but also quite organically from last year. It does, it hasn't. Again, as you were saying, you don't want to over, you know. Um, uh, cater to to the things. Do you have any? Have you have you have you looked at what's going on this year and had a thought about next year? Or is that just like way too far in the future? Yeah, it's probably too far. I think this year um, the festival is more solid than it's been. With you know, it's hard because weather wise. Yeah, with the region we're in, there's lots of people just sitting um, within thirty minute drive of here that probably wouldn't have come out today because it's not sunny. Yeah. Um, so. Just having that confidence to know when, when we have a year where it's crowded and people really revel in the fact that there's lots of people that are things, particularly in the country, maybe yep. in, in the city you like to escape crowds, but here we don't see crowds. So that's what people get yeah. vibe off is that, that crowd side of things. So we'll go back and review it um, and make some tweaks and, and sort of open things up. But the main thing we want is that um, everyone has a really good experience that's here. Um, and want to come back yep. and at the same time we want the vendors that are here to get some value out of it so we spend a lot of money on bringing our wholesale customers to this mm-hmm. event so we pay for accommodation for our wholesale customers from Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne all over South Australia as well, Adelaide um, and we certainly make it known to the other breweries here that these guys with this pass will be wholesale people so if you're looking to sell your beer um, so hopefully there's some opportunity Mm -hmm. for those guys out of that um, as well as they feel it's a good marketing and hopefully they cover all their costs and get some money out of the day as well so everyone should be should be getting something out of it not just us because we as a brewery get get a lot out of it you know it gives us a chance to interact and and do things with people like you Um, but also we feel that all the vendors should feel like they're getting value out of it Tom, Being you're a great uh, success story in that because I think it was here well, yeah, last no, year it was. that it you was, um, yeah, put like together the, a high country tap takeover. Pretty much, Sydney, yeah. Right? So yeah. Uh, came down last year for the, for the event and uh, had a chat to a lot of the brewers around and um, came up with the idea of doing basically a high country tap takeover, um, which we then did for Sydney Beer Week last year, and we're going to do it again this year and um, uh, hopefully make it you know bigger and better than it was last year. And uh, I've already had a chat to a bunch of the the brewers here and um uh would be yeah really really because again like I, I love this area of the world i think this is there are some of the you know some, just so many great breweries it's such a beautiful part of the world um and it uh it's a natural fit for for what i do back in sydney at the at the tap house um so uh basically that's you know it's exactly what you were just talking about and um and and we couldn't have done that tap takeover last year without bridge roads help you guys uh sorted all the logistics for us which was uh a really cool, I think, a really cool example of everyone in the region working together to, to get something going. Yeah. For the better of the region almost, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm uh, this year I'm going to try and get it all sorted. And, uh, Is this the hot it. scoop? You're doing it again this year, Tom? Pardon? Hot scoop? You're doing 100%. It again? We're gonna, yeah. we'll, we'll do another. I, yeah. I want to do it every year. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how has this harvest gone and what do you think of the, the hops coming through this, harv- this year, Ben? Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, I don't get, I don't, I don't have my finger on the pulse of everything that's happening at at Hop Harvest, and why and, not? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and even 
um, more so as we grow and as the hop garden grows. So I don't, I'm not sure how long we've been doing wet hop beers. I'm going to say eight or nine years or something that like that. That's about right, yeah. I think um, you and I were working at the pump house when that first came I think out, when right? the first... Uh, I, remember, I remember the first dark harvest came out. I'm not sure. Yeah, harvest, no, that yeah. was 2015. So yeah. the harvest was yeah. at least and two or three years, years before ahead. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know... From then, I had a really strong relationship with the, with the hop growers. Um, Alan and Gail Monching run the farm on behalf of HPA, along with yeah. lots of yeah. other people. They've got 160 casual staff working oh, wow. for them at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like they are, and they have had for like, you know, 24-7 since the 1st of March. Like wow. they just bash yeah. it out. Um, very busy people and really generous, you know, kind country folk. Um, their son, Dean Monching... Uh, took me out and we picked some Vic Secret fresh from the vine before Vic Secret was a yep. hop. It was an experimental hop. We tried to make a wet hop beer. I don't know if it was the greatest beer the first year we did it. Um, and we made beers since then. Um, and they were really involved, me being at the hop garden maybe three or four times in the lead up. Um, the whole fresh hop thing's taken off and the, the, um, the access to the hop garden for brewers sort of wasn't a thing. Not many people came and visited hop gardens, but at the at this time of year, all month, you know, there are brewers from all around Australia going to the hop garden every day. There's there's breweries visiting. We get them coming through. Yesterday yeah. we had uh, three ravens and hawkers, um, and I know two birds and pink boots were were there on the same day. There's stuff going through all the time. Yeah. So we probably found we still interact with them via email, but I, I spend less time at the farm looking at things simply because they're so busy looking after everyone else. They don't have as much time to to have us there. Um, but we still they're very open and and sharing and send us we have boxes and boxes of sample hops and we look at characteristics and try give our feedback i don't know how valuable our feedback is but what we think about the hops mm-hmm. we give them all the feedback from the hop trial thing yeah. we do today and um, whether that has value or not i'm not sure um but in looking at uh, this year's hop harvest compared to last in terms of the crop and how it looked and yeah. and and the quality it, it looked you know visually i think visually you can get a good gauge it was way above what it was last year the quality of the hops looked better um the aromatics of the first hops we got from Galaxy were, were quite um, subdued, so yeah. I think we might have seen some some Galaxy coming through that wasn't as ripe as it could have been. And then in the second week, we saw some banging Galaxy yeah. coming through. And and I'm assuming there's a sweet spot somewhere in the middle. Um, I don't think they'll give us access to hops from a certain date. Um, <laughs> but if they we're do, I'm not, I'm not sharing what dates yeah. those are. <laughs> um, because I think... I think, and it'll be interesting how they manage that going forward. I'm sure in the states, as people picking plots and mm. and picking, mm. yeah, probably picking uh, dates, dates. Yeah. Um, and it's not talked about, but I assume it might happen as well. Yeah. I don't. Uh, we're not big enough to have access to that info, um, and I'm sure it, it would make management of the hop crop quite hard for HPA because they own all of one variety. So I wonder how they manage that going forward in terms of blending or mm. you know separating. Um, picking dates and, and putting them back together so that there's a better overall crop that, yeah. that it is. That everyone gets yeah. Oh, the stuff to, yeah. from these dates, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe there's no way of identifying it from the outside. Yeah. Um, but people might notice, oh, you know, I get better results with this box, but the, la- the last box has been really... That's valuable. Where brewers need to know if something's changing and that. Yeah. yeah. But, but it, yeah, I feel that the crop looks really strong and looks really good and chatting to the guys I know they talked about um, they changed their fertilizing regime this year and they had much better crops 
um, uh, crops that were yielding better and just looking better and and ripening better as well. Mm. So it's all all positive. Yeah. Bigger crops, you know, nice. and, yeah, and better quality. A few of the brewers here today, um, uh, I've heard that. Yeah, the like Galaxy specifically because a lot of the. Um, the beer today. Most of it's Galaxy that's so, out there, anyways. Um, Galaxy was uh, was a, a much punchier, sort of juicier hop this year than it was last year, um, and uh, and and from from my perspective, the beers sort of showing that. I think all the all the fresh hop beers are really really punchy, juicy, lots of that really cool sort of you know mango passion fruit flavor that get that Galaxy can. Yeah, totally yeah. agree. I had the, I had that smash, and the, just yeah. the tropical flavors were insane, and that it was delicious. Yeah, and um, and yeah, you know, uh, some of the beers are, are a little bit green, but it's a fresh hop harvest so festival, so yeah, you know, yeah, and <laughs> so, no, I think it's it's, it's important a, um, to um to change your expectation. Oh, exactly, I think yeah. around what fresh hop beers are. Yep. Um, I just had the the Blizzard one, and I think that's really, really clearly got some fresh hop character. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, yeah, definitely. That, that you know isn't. You know, it's not a dry hopped Nipah that's like over the top punchy. It's yeah. got these fresh, light, lifted, and green notes that yeah, are part yeah, of it, and certainly vegetal a, notes. And, yeah, you know, yeah. but that's, it's got that it's, true, true representation. Yeah, but, but, but fresh hops are, you know, it's it's a plant. Like it's gonna, you're gonna get that character. Yeah. Um, and and I think it's it's a desirable thing for a specific amount of time. Like it, it's that, that thing we're talking about—a time and a place and a, mm. a situation, something to be celebrated and yeah. a heap of fun. We got the rest of the year to drink dry hop beers yeah, and we got the, the next year, month to, yeah. to drink these fresh hop ones absolutely but it's yeah. also just an exciting time about like here's what we're going to play with for the rest of the year right yeah, like, yeah exactly yeah. yeah and we don't really get that wine vintage thing luckily we get to make beer all year round <laughs> yeah. but we can we can generate some and and i think from a an outwardly you know outside the bubble perspective you know we get to do radio interviews with uh, abc radio this morning and triple m were doing something and we get to talk to people about hops and what hops yeah, are that's and really that's cool. reaching yeah. a broader so celebrating that hop harvest and also uh sort of celebrating that someone is growing these hops and mm-hmm. and controlling so crop in your brewery and being right. from a regional yeah. area you know hearing that they're investing 35 million dollars into more of what they do, you know, that yeah. doesn't happen every day. It might happen yeah. every day in, in the city when someone builds some apartments. It's like, yeah. oh, 35 mil, some new apartments. But actually to see that going into agriculture is a really positive thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely seeking out these beers that uh, taste taste really green. I'm loving that because, I mean, that's a flavour you wouldn't really get in, in much that's in bottles. So I'm definitely seeking those ones out. I think that's yeah. a really unique kind of characteristic. And I think being able to have it so close to where it's all happening as well. Like, you know, we could, you know, maybe get a bottle of this back in Sydney, but it's not going to have the same connection of being exactly. out in Beechworth and in the area and having it and having that direct contact to everyone. I think it really sums up what today's all about, which is really, really good fun. Yeah. Um, I had one more question, Ben. So was it five years I've been doing the festival for now? Yeah, I think it's our fifth year. I keep getting yeah. it wrong. I think I did the media release and said four years and someone quickly <laughs> yeah. But yeah, th- this is the fifth year, I'm told. And have you seen people, the group of people coming, changing and evolving throughout those five years, I think? Or has yeah. it always been quite a family-friendly... Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the, uh, I mean, if we look around, we can see some people downstairs. There's a table of eight women and there's another table with... Uh, this is just one quick snapshot. Three women and three guys and, and you know, 
maybe 30 years old, average age. Yeah. So the thing we'd like to do, so we want this to be a festival that locals come to. So we want to see people from Beechworth coming yep. out and, and enjoying their local breweries, bringing their kids and being family friendly. But the thing we really want to see is bringing people out of the cities and, and other areas to come up and, and see what we have to offer. And I think if we look downstairs, we're probably... Um, I'm from a small town. I know who's from town. They're not from. <laughs> they're not from Beechworth. So I think that's you know. And we, if we can continue to grow that market, we're doing a good job. Yeah. So you know, people from New South Wales. Uh, you know, if people come over from Adelaide for this, which is mm-hmm. great. People from Canberra. Lots of people from Canberra coming down. Yeah. So to hear that, and and also hearing people came on Thursday to be here for the weekends, yeah. nice as well. Yeah. To not just come for Saturday and go home Sunday is is kind of cool. Yeah, that's you know. Uh, you have an amazing venue here, but there's also some other great things to do in the region as well. And so, to, yes, also not showcasing just Beechworth, but but the high country as a whole, which is great. Yeah, and I think one of the one of the biggest challenges for a craft brewery in in a regional area. So we've been in fifteen, coming on fifteen years or something here, fourteen years. Um, back in the day, you know, there was a reason to come to Beechworth or come to the region to come to a craft brewery. So. When your suburb, you know, if you live in Sydney yeah. now where there was no craft beer until young Henry's invented craft beer in Sydney. It's <laughs> um, my favourite joke. Um, you know, the argument, you know, let's go to this place because they've got craft breweries is, is soon going to be gone because every neighbourhood yeah. in Australia yeah. will have their... Yeah. It's, and it's like, it's why fast, would we yeah. travel for a craft brewery? We've got like three here. Yeah. And if you think they're, you know, they invented craft beer, that was your introduction to craft beer. That's what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. You know, who's going to be doing a better job than these guys? We love them. Um, so finding those angles that actually give you, like, here's a reason. You know, they, they might have a fresh hop festival in sydney next year and they might bring in some beer but it's not related to the place and they're not locals and yeah so finding that that reason to get people to come out and leave their place because just having craft beer isn't enough anymore because they'll be as good if not better craft beer two streets from where they live yeah. so what yeah. what's the other end you're probably finding that in beachworth now so yeah yeah it's <laughs> everywhere yeah awesome so yeah. we wrap it up there guys i think, I think so yeah um yeah, thank you very much for um, uh, taking the time to sit down with us and have a have a chat about the the festival. Um, the Irish guys coming to give us give us crap halfway through the podcast. That was pretty special last year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much, Ben, um, for taking the time and letting us up into your office to, to have a chat. Thanks for bringing us down for the weekend as well, man. Yeah, Absolutely. no problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks, to MC, for for joining us. Yeah, no um, worries, and thank you as well to Ben. It's been yeah. been fantastic weekend. It really has been. It's been a lot of fun. Um, as always, um, you can find us at sessionable.net. All of our social media and stuff is there. Give us a a review on iTunes, um, especially if it's five stars. That's always always nice. And um, thank you very much. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for not coming, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs>